Okay, we're on Yud Mishnah Gimel. Uh, yesterday we talked about where you have a two flat and the Balabayas lives on the bottom floor and the tenant lives in the upper floor in the flight and the, the upper floor uh, loses some space so that the Balabayas is Meshubah to let the tenant live in the full apartment and then he has to move up until they can, uh, they can work it out. Uh, today we have a two flat, and uh, but the the Balabayas is living downstairs, and the tenant is uh, living upstairs, and the whole thing falls down. And I'm sorry, it's not a tenant; it's a Balabayas downstairs, and upstairs is another guy who owns the top floor, and the uh, the two flat falls down. Now, obviously, in order for the guy on the top floor to get his apartment back, so the guy on the bottom floor is going to have to rebuild his apartment. And uh, one is Meshubah to the other because I can't have my apartment without you. So the halacha is that if I tell the bottom bottom guy rebuild your apartment, so and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do it, so I'm allowed to rebuild half of the first floor and live in the first floor until he gives me back the money because that first floor you can't say you never own the first floor you own the second floor apartment the first floor apartment is Meshubit to me, I can build the first floor apartment, and then when you give me my money back, so then you can, uh, then you can move in. That's the uh, Tanakama. Uh, what's it called? There's a, there, Rabbi Yehuda is cholik on that, and Rabbi Yehuda says that, uh, you're not allowed, that you're not allowed to do that. Rabbi Yehuda says that it's a case, of, that in a case of Zen Nen of Chaser, so you, uh, you have to pay. And Rabbi Yehuda says that in such a situation, if you would give him the money, or if the guy who owns the bottom flat gives him the money, turns out that he owns the flat Lamafreya from the time that it was built, and then the bottom guy would have to pay him rent um, because of Zenen of Zelay Chaser. And therefore, he says, what you have to do in order, to, in order to solve the situation is you have to build both floors, right? And then, without, uh, what's it called, without putting the bottom floor in, without putting the middle floor in, then once you've built the entire thing back, so then you can, uh, then, then you can move into the bottom floor, and then when he gives you the money, so then he's able to move in as well. So that's Mishnah Gimel. So you have a two flat that fell down. Live nice. New, build your floor so I can build mine. The ain't a right to live nice. So he doesn't want to do it. So the Baal Aliyah has, can build the first floor, and he can live there. And that's the way that we pass. Until the Baal Bayis pays the cost. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, If he does that, so he's going to have to pay rent to the first guy eventually, when the first guy buys it off of him. Ela Baal Aliyah Bayne Es Habayis The Baal Aliyah builds the entire house V.S. Aliyah and the second floor Umekar Es Aliyah and he puts a roof on the Aliyah V.Yeshev Habayis and he just sits lives on the bottom floor because there's no need to have a second floor just have a very high ceiling at Shiitein Layis Yitziyaisav until you pay him his cost Alright, so that's Mishnah Gimel Moving on to Mishnah Dalit is a similar case, and then we get back to what we learned in Balakama uh, last year with Kaisal and Elon. Um, we have a similar case where you have a base of Bad. They used to make base of Bad a lot of times inside a cave, uh, inside a cellar, 
hollowed out uh, cave, and on top of the cave, there is a nice, beautiful garden. One guy owns the base of Bad, and the other guy owns the garden. And then the, uh, the garden, or the base of Bad, collapses. So again, you have the same halacha over here, that the guy with the garden can say to the one who owns the cave, okay, listen, now I'm going to make my uh, garden in the bottom floor, because the cave no longer has a top, until you uh, produce some kind of pillars over there that you can have a roof again for your base of Ad, and then I get my then I get my garden back. That's part one of the Mishnah. Part two of the Mishnah is Kaisel Ve'ilan. If I have a wall or a tree that falls into uh, the Rishus Rabin and it's Mazik, so the Halacha is that uh, what's it called? That I am putter, yeah, because it's unless the wall was condemned. If the wall was condemned. So then, if uh, Beisdin gave me 30 days, I waited 30 days, and then it falls, and I'm chayim. If it was within the 30 days, so then it's not a problem. So it's Mishnah Dalid. Similarly, if you have a Beisabad that's built in a cave, uh, and there's a garden on top of it, and then the roof fell in. So... He can use the bottom of the uh, cave to plant his garden until the guy who's uh, who has base of bad makes uh, makes a dome makes a makes a uh, what's it called a, a ceiling for the base of bad. So a wall or a tree that falls into rishus and zmazik people It's an honest. Nice and nice man, but if it was condemned, based in game time, Lokatsas Elon Elon to to chop down the tree, Listar as a Kaisel to knock down the wall, Vinaflo Tekazman, and uh if it fell down within the time, then Potter, because I'm still considered to be honest, but Laakhar Hazman or even if it's not honest, it's Bershus Bazdin. Um Laakhar Hazman, but if it was after the time, so then Chayev, then he's Chayev to pay. Finally, Mishnah Hay. All kinds of interesting halachas over here. First of all, they were, basically we're talking about over here, people who bring their stuff into the Rosh Hashanah, you find that here a lot. People building, they leave their uh, cart outside in the parking spot over there, you know, where you're going to have all of the garbage or all of the, they're going to make the concrete. So the halacha is that somebody who is, uh, he's fertilizing his fields, yeah, and he schleps out all the dung and plops it down on the Rosh Hashanah. He has to have somebody waiting with his, uh, what's it called, with his wheelbarrow, with his truck, ready to take the dung out of the Rosh Hashanah immediately. In other words, you have, uh, you have no Rosh to do that. Similarly, if a person is bringing rocks in order to build it into a building, also, you have to have somebody ready to take the rocks. You can't leave the leave your rocks parked in the Rosh Hashanah. Um, that's uh, that's illegal. A person cannot soak his cement in the Rosh Hashanah. Takes too long. A person cannot dry his bricks in the Rosh Hashanah. That also takes too long. But you can mix cement in the Rosh Hashanah because it's considered to be a very it's a short period of time. But to uh, mix the, the but to mix the 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 uh, concrete and to make the bricks in the Rosh Hashanah, even if they're not going to dry, that's uh, that's also awesome. All of these things that you have Rishus to put in the Rishus Arabim, even if somebody trips over them and gets damaged, 
so you have to pay, even though it was Bershus, right? There are such things that we want some place can be by same. If you have a if you have a shus to put in the Rishusaram, but it's at your own risk. Rashimin Gamliel over here argues and he says that if you have Rishus to uh, what's it called, to put your stuff in the Rishusarabim so you can get a permit and then you don't have to then you don't have to pay. So that's all in Mishnah Hey. Mishnah-Dalit-Sar-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah-Hey-Mishnah
um, if it was one of the things Bershus, and he does not have to pay. As Hashem on Sunday, so we'll learn the last Mishnah of the Mesechta.